Hello and welcome to another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're continuing on in Luke chapter 1. We're in verses 39 through 45. So I'm going to read that and we'll get right into today's conversation. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. Mm. So as we look at this section, it's a small section, but what do you see in this that's relevant to our daily lives? I think the, I think the whole thing is relevant to our daily lives from the fact that God is, uh, first of all, God loves the concept of twos. Mm. Like he sent out, Jesus sent out the disciples in twos. Moses had a two, right? Every David had a two. Abraham had a two. Uh, like he, God just loves this idea of partnering people up, right? And so at the same time that he gives Mary this opportunity to team up with him, he gives her a two, mm. right? He's doing Equally a miraculous thing within Elizabeth, right? Mm. She's too old to have children, right? And so, but, but God makes it so that she, not only is she going to have a child, but it's also going to fulfill prophecy because it's going to bring John the Baptist, who's going to go out there and wreak havoc in the lives of people, right? And, and we get to see the, the seed of that, the start of that, remembering that both with Jesus and with John the Baptist, this is just the beginning. And then there's, mm. 29, 30 years of, well, what did they do? Mm. Right? All of a sudden, we pick up the story with John the Baptist coming on the scene and Jesus coming on the scene. What were they doing for 29 years? So God gives us some insight. He plants the seed right right now, and then it's going to grow. I I think some of us, we forget that that's how God works, Mm. right? He plants seeds, and then he lets it grow and work. We're so wanting, we start a ministry, and boom, we want it to take off like right now. And we do this, and boom, it's got to go right now. God plants a seed, then he lets it grow. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that point because a lot of Christians, we look at Luke or Matthew or any of these uh, scriptural books of, of these gospels and we, and we see the beginning with Jesus, maybe John the Baptist, and then we skip over all these years and then nope, we get to like when they're 30 years old and they have their ministry and, and we wonder what happened in those years. But like as you said, it's important for us to see the seeds that God planted, to see what God was doing at the beginning of the story and then it's awesome to see what God does at the end of the story. And, and we, as Christians who have the the ability to read scripture abundantly all over on our phones, everywhere, we're able to see the story. So we know how it ends, but now it's cool to look at Luke starting in chapter one and we see the beginning, we see the interaction, even in the womb that John the Baptist was was excited when when he was able to point to Jesus. And, and that's his whole life goal, his whole ministry was to point and prepare the way for Jesus Christ the Messiah. Yeah, well and again we're gonna we're gonna go back and get into the abortion debate because again, this baby, Elizabeth says, the minute that it, he heard your voice, he leapt for joy. The a baby mm. leapt for joy. Oh right, the 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 babies that don't exist until they're born are, are leaping in a womb, right? Mm. That's an active living participant that's leaping, right? But what, what I would take out of that isn't the abortion debate. What I would take out of that is that that which is in us, the Holy Spirit, mm. right? That he plants in us, the seed that he plants and, and that is going to grow. 
it reacts to that which is in other people, mm. right? Uh, we're constantly telling people, listen, that which is in other people is reacting to that which is in you. Like sometimes somebody will, will get, you know, like just this outburst of anger towards somebody else. And you're like, what's that all about? No, none of us understand it. That which is in you is reacting to that which is in them or them mm. to you, right? It, it, there's this whole thing that we need to understand that, that, that if we have the Holy Spirit and someone else has the Holy Spirit, it's going to interact and react. Absolutely. I think that's where the, the spiritual aspect of Christianity really comes to play. And it shows us in this that there, there's more than just what's on the outside. There's what's on the inside and what the Holy Spirit's doing in us. And like yeah. you said, that's going to react to things negatively sometimes and positively. Other people are going to interact with that. Because if, if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, someone who's not, that's going to, that's going to create a clash and, and some argument maybe or some, like, like you said, an outburst of anger. Uh, but if, if, it's interacting with someone else who's filled with the Holy Spirit. It's going to have, like, where this story, where we see that it's a great joyous moment of two people who are being filled with the Holy Spirit, and God's doing something miraculous in each one of them, and they're both going to have a miraculous birth yep. of a child. This is an incredible story, and it just shows you what happens when two people are filled with the Holy Spirit, when two people are doing what God has called them to do, and when God's working in two people. And so that's an exciting thing to see in this chapter for sure. And then as you mentioned, the, the argument again with abortion, uh, as we've already talked about in Luke chapter 1, if we don't look anywhere else, we could just look in Luke chapter 1 and find uh, what God's view of the unborn is. And, and that as soon as a baby is conceived, they are a human being. Yeah. And that they are made in the image of God and that we can't just choose to discard them like a bunch of cells. That's not the reality. The reality is that is a human being. And we see that in this chapter that as soon as the sound of your, your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy, that, that shows that there was already life and not just life, but intelligent life. And that life was made in the image of God and already being filled with the Holy Spirit for a purpose. Because we saw at the beginning of this chapter, God has a very specific purpose for John the Baptist. And his whole purpose is to point to Jesus, to prepare the way for the Lord, because Jesus is going to do something extraordinary. John's just going to prepare him, prepare the way for him to do that. Right, exactly. And I think that, you know, I think that we take this little tiny group of verses, we put it together and we see so much within it that God's doing in this moment, right? Mm. All of the prep stuff, all the seed planting, all the growing, but also he, he loves Mary enough to affirm her, mm. right? Because the last verse there talk about Elizabeth saying, how am I so favored, right? That that my Lord, that the mother of my Lord is coming to my house. But then I, I love verse 45 because it says, blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Mm. What a what a very specific verse, right? Mm. Not blessed is she who has been favored by God. No, blessed is she who believed in the promises. Mm. Blessing comes when when we believe in the promises. But can you imagine Mary being this young lady and, and she's going through all of this and her head's spinning and she runs, you know, to Elizabeth's house to find out that Elizabeth affirms her. She comes in, you're mm. not crazy, Mary. You're not crazy. It's not all going sideways. It's all good. God loves you and he loves you 
especially because you're believing in the promises that he gave you. Mm, absolutely. I think it's good for that reminder because as we talked about last week, we talked about how crazy this would be for her, how this would throw her life into complete chaos because yeah. God was going to do something that would have looked wrong to other people, that would have looked like she was a terrible human being. And yet, as you said, here she is. She's coming to visit Elizabeth as a little retreat here for a while. And we see that she, as you said, is reaffirmed and in her uh, belief and her commitment to God. She's reaffirming, Elizabeth is reaffirming her trust in God and, and saying that she is blessed because she's believing in God. Because Mary could have chosen not to believe. She could have chosen to say, nope, no way. I don't believe this. This is impossible. She could have been more like Zechariah, who was a little slow to accept uh, what God had promised him, slow to believe that God could actually do it or that it was possible. Instead, she believed. She instantly believed and said that she was the Lord's servant, may the Lord's will, or the Lord's uh, words be fulfilled, and, and may, may God's will be done. And so she was believing in that, and she comes here to Elizabeth, like you said, and, and she's getting reaffirmed in that, and, and it's just making her resolve and her faith stronger in the Lord. It's making her faith increase, and, and that's a, an amazing thing that God does in each and every one of our lives. He takes that little bit of faith that we have, and then he reaffirms it, he grows it, and, and he makes it abundant. He makes it stronger, more powerful, yeah. and, and a deeper faith as we trust in him. He just will continue to teach us and grow us in that faith. But we have to start off with that first initial faithful commitment like Mary did last week. And then in this week, she gets the encouragement and it builds her up so much so that next week we get Mary's song and we get to see just all these great things that she's able to say about what God has done because she's being filled with that Holy Spirit. She's being filled with that faith. She's getting this strong faith in God because God is doing something amazing in her and she is recognizing that. Well, I hope you've been encouraged by this passage and that you'll join us next week as we talk about Mary's song here on A Fresh Perspective on Heavenward Thinking.